Hi, this is Gwendolyn Maltzby, and uh, welcome to the Desire of My Heart podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about tips for succeeding. In the last couple of podcasts, I've talked to you about overcoming different things that hinder you from becoming successful spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially wealthy. And I want to continue sort of on that line with giving you just some tips and highlighting some of those tips for you. If you want to write them down uh, as I give you expounding a little bit on the each tip. Now, we are confronted with a lot of things in life and many times the things we confront can hinder us from going forward it might be a physical thing you may be a, you know your body pains and things that you're confronted with diseases or it may be a person in your life that just seems to stand so big in your vision that it's hard for you to see where you're going because you're focused more on them. Uh, It may be a job or a lack of a job. Uh, It may be lack of finances, money, Uh, but there are all kind of situations that are obstacles that are within us, really, because they may be physical, exhibiting themselves in a way you can touch them and feel them. But there can be obstacles, physical, that we see that really don't have to hinder us because we won't allow them to stand as an obstacle, even though that may be the intention of it. So what I want to start with, one of the tips I want you to write down is fight the obstacles within you. Fight the obstacles within you so that you can keep your vision alive. In other words, many times we see things on the outside. We see, you know, what's going on around us. And we focus so much on the circumstances outside of us that we miss what's really going on inside of us. And a lot of times what's going on inside of us is we are intimidated by what's outside of us. Uh, That's the best way I think I can say that. We're intimidated or we're fearful and we're frightened by what's in our face. Therefore, it hinders us on the inside, and it becomes a control thing for us. So your tip number one is to fight the obstacles within you. In other words, I have a poem that I wrote, and I'm going to read that poem at the end of this session, but it says, believe in you. And it's important that you have faith in yourself. You can have faith in everybody else, but if you don't have faith in you and believe in yourself that you can accomplish something, you won't likely do it. Tip number two, don't stop to rest when you are winning. Keep the energy flowing. I talked a little about that in an earlier podcast. A lot of times when we are succeeding, 
we get so happy and we get so comfortable till you know we don't do anymore after we finish that it's we rest you know it's like whew, that was hard work time to take a break um i succeeded i won so instead of continuing to keep pushing to continue on that path while our mind is in a winning mode or while our mind is in a go forward mode too many times we get slowful we get careless and we procrastinate going to the next step but if you will succeed if you are to succeed in life you cannot quit you cannot stop you've got to f-i-n-i-s-h you have to finish whatever that cycle is you've got to finish that in order to get to the next cycle Mm. so number two is don't stop to test excuse me don't stop to rest when you are winning in other words keep the energy flowing yeah keep that enthusiasm going keep going forward don't look back don't quit if you look back for a moment just look back man hey i'm not going back to you i look where i came from don't try to dwell on the past just keep let it be fuel for you to keep pushing you forward Number three, stay focused on your dream until it becomes an open daily vision. Now I'm going to give you like the first part because I want to want you to focus in on the beginning of each one of these tips. Stay focused on your dream. That's number three. We'll go back to number one and fight the obstacles within you. Number two, don't stop to rest when you're winning. Number three, stay focused on your dream. And you want to stay focused on your dream until it becomes an open daily vision. You know, if you can't see it every day, if it's not in your face, in your eyes every day, then you need to continue to focus on that dream till it's what you wake up with. It's what you think about during the day. It's what you go to bed with because it has to become such a big thing in you so you can't be comfortable not working on it. You can't be comfortable not doing something about it. You can't be comfortable not going forward. So therefore, stay focused on your dream until it becomes an open daily vision. And a vision can be like an open thing where you, you can be awake and you see something. So your, whatever that is, your goals and the things you're trying to accomplish, they need to be in your sights where you can see it, mentally see it, mentally see it. And, and, and they used to tell us, I remember in some businesses, and it's still great, write it down, always write it down, write it down and look at what you have written often. Be familiar with it. You know, sometimes you might write a plan and don't go back and read your plan. What good is it? You're trying to remember what's in your head. No, go and read what you've written often. Type it out. Place it in your car. Place it in your home, on your bedroom mirror, in your bathroom. Enough of it that it pushes you forward on your refrigerator. And be encouraged be encouraged because when you begin to feel it when you can see it 
ah, and you believe it, and you ask God to help you accomplish it, it's amazing how you get the fire and the energy begins to grow even more for you to go forward. Stay focused on your vision. This is number four. First was stay focused on your dream until it becomes an open daily vision. And I said, well, you know, I did the same. Mm-mm. Stay focused on your vision until that vision becomes a tangible reality. See, there's a process. Process. You know, we get ideas. We get ideas in our mind. An idea is just that, an idea. It's a thought. But it is not a tangible thing yet. When you get the idea, then, you know, that idea becomes maybe a dream in your mind. Where you you can, it's it's something like even when you sleep, you might see it. But when you're awake, it's it's an, hmm, I might could do that. I might could do that. But it is not yet a living vision because it is not in your sight. You know, this may be different than the way you've heard it, but but listen to me, I'm going somewhere and it can really help you. Get it in your mind so strong till it's like popping out, (laughs) popping out in your eyes. You can see it, you can see it. When you get to the point that you can literally see that thing, ah my, it is not, you know, yet where you can touch it, but you can visualize it. You see it. You see if you're building a house, you see that house. You can see the rooms. You're no longer just seeing the foundation. You see the walls going up. You see the walls up, <laughs> okay? You see the roof on it. You know what kind of roof. You see the furniture placed in the house. Why? Because it is no longer just an idea. It is no longer just a dream. But it is an open vision and you can see it. It has not yet become tangible, but you're getting there. The next point is, as I said, stay focused on your vision until that vision becomes a tangible reality. When it becomes a tangible reality, then you can touch it. You can walk into that house. Then you can live in that house. Mm. But you've got to stay focused on your vision. Stay focused on seeing it so much until stuff has to happen. Because you can't live with just that vision. You've got to do something or it will eat you up. Whee! Uh, next one. Let's see. One, two, three, four, number five. See and feel. See and feel. Write that down. See and feel. Now, the next part of it is see and feel in your daily vision the results of the reality successfully happening until it happens. See, it's like you can touch it. You know, it it may be a vision still, but it has happened in your mind. It is already done in your mind. Why? Number one, you're working on it. You have made steps to accomplish it and you can see it you can practically touch it in your vision why because it's now a reality to you it is no longer i think i can maybe i can i hope i can it is i can and i will and it will soon be i did 
I get very passionate about this. I do. Because I have held myself up long enough in life with delaying, delaying, having the great ideas, great ideas, and having the dreams in my mind that, you know, I'd like to do this, you know, I want to do this. But it was when I started, they became open visions where I could see them. It's like the books I have written. I could have the idea, but it wasn't until I could like see that book being done and the words and they just begin to come. They begin to flow. And as they flowed, I just began to write them. Why? Because it was no longer just a thought. It was something I could see it. And now it's inside of me, burning inside of me. And I got to get it on paper. I got to get it out of me. Got to get this book out of me and get it on paper because it is basically a reality, except I have not been able to touch it. So until I put it on paper, it is not touchable. Once it's on paper, I can see and feel it, and it has become a reality. But here are some things that sometimes hinder us, and here's what I want to remind you. Don't allow any negative circumstances to enter your mind. Just don't do it. Write that down. Don't allow any negative circumstances to enter your mind. Don't allow any negative words or actions to cause you a shred of doubt. Because when you begin to doubt, you become worried that I can't do this or I've run into a snag and and, and I, I can't do it, you know, or it might not happen like I think, then you are creating a field of depression. You're creating a field of un- being not successful. You're creating a field of fear. And it is very, it is the kind of fear that doesn't help you go forward, but it deters you from accomplishing what you could accomplish. There's a fear that says, man, if I don't do this, I fear that I will never succeed. So I have to do this. It's, it's a word, it basically, that's used. Uh, but it is not the fear that plagues you and stops you from doing. Mm. There are some fe- times some fear can be maybe good. The Bible says, you know, the only one we have to fear is God. So that's good fear. In other words, you respect God, you honor God, you know, hey, he is above all and he is the all in all. So you fear God, but you reverence him and you love him. It's not one where, you know, oh, is he going to knock me down right now? No, but you'd be aware that he could if he chose. (laughs) Hey, it's like our parents, at least my parents, you didn't, you didn't test them. No, no. Oh, no, they knew where the switches were and they'd send you to get the switch off the tree and then turn around and whip you with the switch. Uh So you didn't test them because they could punish you. They could whip you. They could chastise you. So you there was a type of I guess you say fear of our parents 
but it was a good kind of fear so that it helped us to do things we should do and what they wanted us to accomplish. Don't allow, here's another one, don't allow the clouds of life to fog your vision. Don't allow the clouds of life to fog your vision. You know, there are a lot of, you know, clouds in the day. Different days have different clouds and you may be a a day of all blue clouds or maybe a sunny day and you know no clouds in the sky as we say that may be gray clouds maybe black clouds but whatever's going on in that day you don't allow the cloudy things in your life to uh, fog your vision and distract you from your goal from that vision you allow them to push you it may say well I got something slowed me up today, but it won't slow me up tomorrow. I won't allow it to. And I'm going to pick up and do what I can do today. See what I can make up time. See, you've got to keep going. So many times we allow stuff to hinder us. As I said earlier, the obstacles within you. A lot of crazy things can happen, but it only controls you when you allow it to. Mm, think about that. We have what's called C-H-O-I-C-E. And I talk about that word often, choice. Choice. Because I think sometimes we forget that. It is called choice. We have a choice to love people. We have a choice to hate people. We have a choice to do good for people. We have a choice to hurt people. We have a choice to side with the wrong people. We have a choice not to side with the wrong people. Your best friend could be acting ugly. Are you going to act ugly because your best friend's acting ugly towards somebody? It's wrong for them to act ugly towards that person. So why would you side with them? Why would you make the choice to act like them? Mm, you have to choose to do, do the right thing, even if your best friend is doing the wrong thing. And in fact, tell them, that's not right. You know you're wrong. Don't do that. And if they get mad at you and go off on you, hey, you just say, so be it. So be it. I'll see you later. And if you can't leave, just um, don't join with them in the wrong thing. So don't allow the clouds of life to fog your vision where you can't see the right way, where you can't make the right choice. Okay? Ah, uh, you should have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You should have seven tips at this point. How are you looking? <laughs> okay, here's another one. Ah, uh, this one is so important. Get emotional about your vision. Get emotional. That's the first two words I have in bold. Get emotional. Then get emotional about it. Tell somebody. Okay? Make that your next one. Tell somebody. When you get emotional about something, when you're excited about something, it's hard to keep it to yourself. Is it not? It's hard to keep it to yourself. You know what? They say... Bad news travel fast. Good news travels slowly. So you have to tell the good news. Now, if you went out and did something bad, you probably wouldn't have to tell that. Somebody would tell it for you. But you go and do something good, and I declare, it's the hardest thing to get to go uh, go viral. 
it's the hardest thing to get it to to get around to your friends, to your neighbors, to to your cousins, to your aunts and your uncles, even your siblings. You know, they will read everything else from everybody else. But what you are trying to accomplish may be the last thing. And it's not until you blow up and become, I don't mean blow up in emotions. No, until what you're doing becomes so big till finally they say, well, I didn't know it was like that. Right? Jesus says in the Bible that a man is without honor in his own country. So if you're trying to get big in your hometown or trying to get big at home and you wonder why nobody supports you, just get over it. Get over it. Uh, go tell somebody a stranger. Meet them on the, you see somebody on the, on, on the street. Hey, just want to tell you. I just accomplished da-da-da-da-da. I just da-da-da-da. You say, what? Tell a stranger? Yeah, tell somebody. Because if you tell your family, they may honor you. They may say greater. They may say, oh, yeah, uh-huh, okay. Didn't really listen. I'm being for real. I'm being for real. And if I'm going to help you, I need to be transparent. I need to be for real. I've been there. I know. So I had to come to the conclusion because I was allowing uh, just certain people, you know, that I was close to to hold me back. No, I was choosing to allow them to hold me back mentally because I was waiting for their approval. I could always get disapproval. They could always, they could tell me what wasn't right about me or what they didn't like. But I said, why don't they ever tell me what looks good or tell me what I did good other people could say man you did a good job but that was good and it would barely come out of their mouths if at all but that's folks you close to sometimes you've got to sometimes just let them be and love them anyhow and say look I'm not gonna I believe in this dream I believe in this vision I believe I know that God gave me this. I know that I was inspired to do this. So you, I got to get emotional. You got to get emotional about it. You got to believe in it. You got to know what can happen. You got to see yourself accomplishing it. If nobody else see it, you were given the vision. You were given the plan. You were given it. So stop waiting on everybody else to pat you on the back and approve you. Because some will not. Thank God for the one he might put in your group later down the line. I was so excited with all the books I had. I was so excited when a family couple bought one of my books. Because other people that had been buying them weren't in the family. But finally, a couple in the family bought book. You know? And, and... That just inspired me. And they told me how much they believed in what I was doing. They even invested in my ministry. Till this day, they do not know how much they meant to me and how much they still mean to me. The church, I even had one lady. She, when I first put the book out, this one lady, it wasn't even finished, really. I mean, I, I had like, um, you know, my copy of it, 
my proof copy and I was showing that. She believed in me enough to say, I, I want a copy. When you get them ready, I want a copy. And she paid me in advance. And to this day, I respect her. I love her. And she doesn't know how much. Well, I told her, I think. But I could tell her again how much she encouraged me. So sometimes God has one. And sometimes there are none. Not for a while. So you have to be the one. I hope this is helping somebody. Because I had to get to that point. And sometimes I, I get a little careless and I'm saying, well, man, you, you guys don't read or look at or approve nothing I do because they don't know what I do because they've not looked at it. But it's okay to a point. It's family. It's friends that are close to you. Get over it. You be emotional about it. You tell somebody about it. If you tell your family, your close friends, or whomever, and they don't get excited about it, don't worry about it. There's a whole new world out there. And they are waiting for you. They're waiting for what you got. They're waiting for the knowledge you have. They're waiting for the gift you have. They're waiting for the invention you have. They're waiting for you. Believe it. And just do it. Just do it. Wee. And if you will get emotional about it, tell somebody about about it and do it, let me tell you what'll happen. You can and think you begin to think wealthy. Uh-huh. Not only will you think wealthy, you'll talk wealthy. You'll do the things that wealthy people do. You'll begin to find out what do wealthy people do. Mmm. Where do they store all their money? Because I need to know what banks I have to put it in. I need to know what I need to invest in. When I get all this money, I need to be prepared. Don't need to wait till I get there. But you need to believe it and see it enough in your mind that you're going to get there. Woo! That you make preparations. Ah, you already got several bank accounts lined up. You already into whatever investments and finding out, connecting with people. Hmm. Ah, no need connecting with broke people that and asking them the questions. What do you invest in? They don't invest in anything because they don't have anything to invest in. But you might find one or two. That even though they haven't accomplished anything, they've got a a mind like you. They believe they can. Now, those kind of folks, mm, you might uh, have conversation with them. Think wealthy. Live it daily. Write this one down. Think wealthy. That's the first part of this one. Think wealthy. Live it daily in your attitude and actions. Live it daily daily in your attitude and actions. Wealthy outlooks can attract dividends in your life. I'm going to read that again. Wealthy outlooks can attract dividends in your life. You know, people people see a person that really, these are, these are the people now that have accomplished something in their life. That they see somebody that have an attitude of 
wanting to accomplish something and they're working towards accomplishing something. They believe they can be wealthy and they are inquiring about what I need to do and they are taking the steps to do what they need to do. They are working their plan so that what happens is along the way, little dividends become come, come into their hands. Uh, God sends people to help them along the way or that extra piece of money you needed to do that thing shows up. Mm. Ah, there are many ways that the Lord can bless you to accomplish what you want to do, but you got to be emotional about it in a good way. I don't mean bad crying. Oh God, why isn't this working for me? No, you got to believe. Look here, devil. I don't care what you say. This is going to happen because God gave me this plan. God put this dream inside of me. God inspired me and it's a good one. Oh, and it's going to work. I'm going to be there. Let me let you know, sometimes when you're talking like that, you'll get a flash of a negative thing because the enemy wants to send you negative. You have to rebuke that negative. You have to turn your face from that negative thing and see, oh my God, the vision alive and well until it becomes something you can see and touch in the reality Next one, enjoy it now. Yeah, as I said, enjoy it. Even though it's not touchable, have fun thinking about it. Have fun visualizing it. Keep your daily dreams fiery. Keep them fiery. You know, we tend to be happy for a while, all excited, telling everybody about, oh, da-da-da-da-da, writing it down and sharing it with people. Then after a while, when nothing's happening or things seem to be going slower than we thought it was, our fires begin to die out. Mm. Hey, you need to squirt some more uh, lighter fluid on those coals and uh, throw something on them, to, on those things to make them blaze up again. Every now and then, you got to squirt some stuff on yourself. You know, get read some books that in- influence you. You know, read some books that inspire you. Open the scriptures and find stuff in there that inspire. In- My tongue is tied up again. I've been getting tongue-tied talking. Mm. Uh, but in- find- open your Bible. Open books and find things that inspire you. Wow. And you'll be amazed. I was reading some notes today. I was getting ready to do something else. And I opened up a little book that I had, um, that I had written notes in from listening to other speakers. And I sat there and read those notes and I got re-inspired. I got re-inspired on what I've been inspired to do. Woo! Ah, See, people can inspire you. Yes, yes. So read, listen, you know, find some good um, recorded speakers and some good, you know, DVDs and get off of some of the junk on TV for a while and get your mind into a place where you can have good thoughts, good energy, and you are pumped up, you are pushed. And yes, you're motivated. You're motivated because you believe in the dream and the vision is now a visual, visual for you. You can see it happening. You can almost touch it. Whee! Oh my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. The next one is don't wait for the reality to come before you are happy. Ha! 
I think I sort of covered that in a, in, a, in, a, in a moment there. Don't wait for the reality. That's the first part of that statement. Don't wait for the reality. So the rest is don't wait for the reality to come before you are happy or it may not happen. Hmm. You moping around, looking sad, trying to do something and you're not happy or inspired about it. You got to have some joy about yourself. Man, lady, you, let me talk to the children too, because my little 10-year-old grandson, he is very motivating sometimes. The other day he told me, Gigi, some of my classmates went on your YouTube and they subscribed to your YouTube. Now, how do they know about that? They didn't know that Gwendolyn Mosby was on uh, YouTube and they don't know me. But he talked about his Gigi. And he told them, I don't know what all he said, but he got them to go to my website. And these are fifth graders. And he said they, classmates, you know, one that had listened to it said he enjoyed it and that I was inspiring and he would listen some more. His mother, I guess he told his mother, his mother went on and she sent me a text that a comment saying that she enjoyed my singing because on the on the YouTube they're singing and they're speaking and um, so and, and you just never know so be happy now don't wait for the reality to come before you are happy or it may not happen in other words I said that to say you can inspire somebody by your happiness. He inspired me just telling me that. Yes, any God can use whomever he wants to inspire you. And he used that 10-year-old and his classmates that day. Next one is be happy now. Be happy now. Be happy today. Today is all you really have. Make it valuable because it already is. Ah, be happy now. Put now in caps with an exclamation point at the end of that sentence. Today is all you really have. Make it valuable. Make your day valuable because it already is valuable. God created today. God sent today. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, that's a scripture and we sing the song. But you have to make that decision to be happy now. Yes. And make the day valuable. Don't waste your days. Make them count. Because mm. you got a goal. You got a vision. And you can't be lazy about it. You got to be very involved. Next, don't worry. Put that down. Don't worry. Don't worry. It will come. Just do what it takes. So you've got to do what it takes if you want it to happen. And you can't worry about it. You get to worry and you close your brain up. You know worry. They said, what did somebody wrote a long time ago? said, it's not work that kill you, but it's worry. If you choose to worry about stuff, you hinder your own future. Stop worrying about what's not happening and make what you can happen. 
Ah, let me say that again. You can add that one. Stop worrying about what you can't, what's not happening and make what you can happen. Yeah. The next one is be rich inside now. Mmm. So wait a minute, I don't have much money on it. I remember be rich inside now. Be rich inside now. It will happen on the outside too. A, think like a rich person. I'm not saying don't go out here buying up no big, trying to buy big cars or big houses. No, but inside of you, there should feel a difference. You shouldn't feel like the poor spirit. I can't pay my bills. I can't do this. I can't. No, 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 no. You should have inside of you, huh? My bills are paid. Huh? The money's in the bank. See that. See that. And begin to say to yourself, "Mm, this is reality soon. This is going to be reality someday. It's a vision I see now, but it will be reality. Talk to yourself. Mm, I didn't have this one written down, but I want you to write it down. I didn't have it on this page, but I want you to write these letters. P-C-W-Y. And here's the, what that means, a personal chat with yourself. That is my, my homemade copyrighted acronym for those words. Have a personal chat with yourself, PCWY. Or the other one is PCWM. I need a personal chat with me. Talk to yourself about what you are not doing, what you need to do, and what you are going to do, and what is happening. Evaluate yourself. Yeah, evaluate yourself. When you evaluate yourself, you analyze yourself, then you can see where you're on. Don't be afraid. Put in front of this, write this one down. Don't be afraid to evaluate yourself and analyze what you're doing then keep what's good discard what's not correct what needs to be correct and move on and move forward if you listen to a podcast I did maybe about two or three weeks ago I gave you Gwen's four hours and go back and listen to it since I'm not going to give you here. I want you to hear the podcast. But go back and listen to about the last three podcasts. And I think it's in that one. Because I was talking about overcoming. Overcoming. And I think it may be the last podcast. Overcoming to become wealthy. Spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially. And these things that I'm telling you now can help you become wealthy in every one of those areas. You got to have some basics. You got to have a plan. Put that on there. You got to have a good plan. You got to have a good plan. That one needed to be up front, but we can put it here. You got to have a good plan. And you must follow your plan. You got to have a good plan. And you must follow your plan. You write that down? You got to have a good plan. And you must follow your plan. 
but the one I gave you before. Hey, don't be afraid to, in other words, tweak yourself. Tweak yourself. Hey, say, Gwen, I don't know what you were thinking when you did that, but that is not going to work for where you're trying to go. You need to change that. If you don't know what to do right away, say, okay, let me study this and see what do I need to correct. A, you, if you know somebody that may be in that field or whatever, you know, say, can I talk to you about something? I'm trying to do this, but I, I'm getting hung up right here. You got any, what's your point? What's your thoughts on it? And they may give you just the answer. If not, you can always go to God and ask for help. You might not get the answer right then. It might be you're doing something else and suddenly you're popping your mind. He heard you. He heard you. But he gave it to you at the most time that you probably could write it down or needed it. Uh, maybe you can't write it down. Sometimes I grab my phone and I record what I hear. Because sometimes he's talking so quickly in my head or so fast, I need to record it. Then I can write it down. So, you 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 know, those are tips for you. Little tips, little tips. Okay. Now, don't be afraid to be wealthy. Don't be afraid. I talked about that last week. Overcome the fear of being wealthy. Some people have literally gotten so afraid of being wealthy till they stopped. Because when it looked like they were going to succeed, it was like, ooh, what am I going to do with that money? What? Where do I put it? Where? Because you know why they had not analyzed what they needed to do. They did not put things in place. They did not prepare it for wealth. You have to prepare for wealth. Or as we know, the people that win the lottery and they get all their money, all that money, a few years down the road, they are broke. They're broke. Why? Because they weren't, number one, weren't expecting it. They were hoping it. But they had no real good plans for it. I said, I already have my plans. If I was to get millions of dollars, you know, suddenly, I have plans. But I need to tweak them because one day the thought came to me, if I gave you X amount of dollars right now, what would you do with it? And to tell you the truth, my brain almost froze. I really had to think about it. I thought I had my plan, but it's not solid. So I need to go back and retweak my plan. You need to keep, you need to tweak your plan or retweak it and continue to up Update it. Update it. Times change. Things change. Update your plans. You know, update your ideas. You know, God gives us ideas. He gives a plan. But he knows that you might need to adjust that plan. It's like some people, God gave me this and and then no change coming. Well, let me tell you, he gave you that. But he also knew that you might need to adjust it for your situation. Mm, Does that make any sense? Right. You know, when you had two children, two bedrooms were good. Now maybe you have three children or four children. Some people got more. Maybe you need to adjust that house that God blessed you to get. You might need to sell that one and get another one. Look, God gave us this house. We can't move. Huh. But you're crowded. But, but God, you're crowded. You need space. The same God that bless you with that one can bless you with a bigger one. Give you what you need. 
So don't be fearful to make the right adjustments when they're needed. Here's one, and I'm about to close this out. Remember to share what you have. Write that one. Remember to share what you have. Plant good seeds and watch them grow. Don't forget to water your garden well. Hey, take care of it. Take care of your thoughts. Take care of your plants. Take care of your business. Whatever God bless you with, your ministry, whatever you are blessed to to grow, grow it well. Take care of it. And when you get money, remember you reap what you sow. Sow good seeds bountifully for a harvest of plenty. And when you get a harvest of plenty, remember to share it. Remember, don't get a big head. Stay humble or you can lose it even quicker than you got it. Here's the last one I think that you can write down. Remember, materialism is not the only wealth. Remember, materialism is not the only wealth. Wealth is not just physical. It is not just financial. But you can be spiritually wealthy and mentally wealthy. God can bless you to have all four. But you got to plant good seeds. And if you plant good seeds, plant them bountifully in a good place, in the right places, they can grow a harvest of plenty. You were born full of wealth, endowed by your creator. Invest in others and watch your awesome return. Peace unfathom. Wealth is not just money, but wealth is physical wealth, physical wealth, mental wealth, and financial wealth. Spiritual, spiritual wealth is one of the best wealths you can have because you're trusting in the one in the God of wealth. Next week, I want you to hear the podcast. I think it's, to me, I think it'll be one of the best talking about wealth, wealth, W-A-L-T-H. And I hope that you will listen to it next week after you hear this one. And please share these podcasts. There's some great information in them. And I believe they can be a help to many people. I'm noticing more people are starting to listen. And that is great. So if you would share it and pass it on, um, it will, let's get it around the world. Because there's somebody that needs to hear some of these podcasts. And they, they want to change their lives. And there is hope. There is help. God bless you. I always like to leave a prayer with you so that your day, hopefully, will be even better today and tomorrow. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this person that's listening today. We pray your blessings upon them and that, God, whatever purpose you have brought them into this world for, that they will discover that purpose and that they will go forward. They will get emotional about it and allow you to help them to succeed. So the plan you had for them from the beginning of time and before they were conceived in their mother's womb, it can 
come forth and be accomplished. And if wealth is theirs for there for them, they can receive that wealth and share it with others. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessings and your love. And we pray for them and their family and let things be even better at their house. In Jesus' name, soon. Amen. God bless you. This has been Gwendolyn Maltzby. And I'd like to invite you to go to my website, gwendoscreations.com. That's G-W-E-N-D-O-S creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N, s.com go to my youtube channel Gwendolyn Maltzby also the podcast is the desire of my heart is the title of it but each podcast has a different subject um and um on sunday at 12 30 please join me uh join us for fire uh facebook live and uh at 12 30 as you as you notice these podcasts are not doctored you get the raw podcast and uh because i'm human you know i could go back and edit out sometimes the ahs and sometimes that but you know what you're hearing me just as i am sometimes tight-tongued god bless you i hope you enjoyed this podcast and that it has been a help to you have an awesome day and go get it